A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What do you do when all your partner wants to do is just sleep? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, boyfriend, 27-year-old male, didn't like that I, 28-year-old female, got a birthday present for his female friend, and I'm confused. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost a year, and I've known his friends roughly that long as well. He has a female friend who he works with, and I've gotten to know her too. At first, I was kind of jealous because I can tell he used to have a bit of a crush on her, but ultimately I trust him and I don't think anything would ever happen between them. She and I chat a lot on Instagram and at a social gathering, we would talk for hours. We actually have a lot in common and I think she's cool. A few days ago, it was her birthday and I saw something in a shop that I knew she'd love, so I got it for her. It wasn't crazy expensive or anything, a fairly normal kind of gift. I mentioned it to my boyfriend and he said that I didn't have to get her anything and he seemed kind of annoyed. I told him that I wanted to because I like getting gifts. He then told me that I shouldn't feel the need to get his friend's presence? I said that she's my friend too and he just dropped it. Does anyone have any suggestions for why this would cause annoyance? Are they maybe feeling threatened in a way, like as if you're overtaking their status as their friend? Are they worried that they're going to pale in comparison to you as their friend because you got them a gift and he, your partner, didn't? I mean, God forbid, I hope it's not option C where they are secretly a little closer than they admit with this friend and they just don't like that OP's getting a little too close as well. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my mom, 56, lied to me and borrowed my, 29, money to throw away. Hi, I really don't know what to do anymore and hope I can get some insights here. A little background, we're Asian and I'm in my late 20s, and I make about 90,000 but gave half my life savings to my mom to get her teeth done. My mom is in her late 50s, she works as a nail tech, and has been going to the casino here and there for the last 10 years to play blackjack and some other table card games. I think she makes about 2,000 a month, and she has no real expense aside from food and gambling. However, the casino is like 100% loss every time. Lately, my mom's gambling problem has gotten really bad. She's got this ritual of sitting at our dinner table, eyes glued to her phone, deep in the world of blackjack tutorials as if they're some top-tier Netflix drama. She takes the bus from Brooklyn to Atlantic City and Mohegan Sun every Tuesday and Thursday. The biggest breaking point for me was when I found out that she took the money we gave her for her teeth and went to gamble with it. So, a few months ago, she was telling me, my dad, and her sister that half her teeth are rotten or something and needs dental work done. She went to a place here in Bay Ridge and they quoted her like 40000 to get her teeth removed and fixed. I even went with her to confirm it and asked for a discount because it was so expensive. She said her insurance wouldn't cover it and that she needs help or it's going to be bad. Long story short, all of us lent her money and contributed about 36000 cash for her to get her teeth done. Fast forward to now, a month later, I saw a dental bill for my mom and decided to open it. 
Comes to find out, she went to a totally different dentist to get her teeth done, and it was only $8,500, and she only got four root canals done. So far, I'm the only one that knows about this, and I'm scared to tell my dad about it because he's probably gonna explode on her. And the last time he got mad, he took the chopping cleaver knife and destroyed half her designer stuff from expensive bags to jackets. That's a whole other story. We've tried talking together and getting her to stop gambling, but I don't think it's gonna get anywhere. I feel like the only way to solve this somehow is to find an alternative for her to cope with her gambling addiction, but not lose as much money. I know it's a lot, thanks for listening. I'm just lost and not sure where to go from here. If any of you have advice or similar stories, I'm all ears. I just need to figure out what to do. Well, first things first, you need to stop enabling this behavior, giving her money so she can go run off and just blow it all on, well, gambling. I don't know if you're going to be able to just, like, get her to stop or get her to take some other kind of vice to take the place of gambling. I mean, you can try getting her to some kind of place that'll try to help her, but she's also kind of just got to want it herself. Our next story is me, 45-year-old male, with my girlfriend, 48-year-old female, of six months, cancelled our weekend because she has COVID, but picture as a timestamp from one year ago. My girlfriend and I had plans for the Labor Day weekend, but she sent me a picture of a positive COVID test this morning and said she can't meet now. I felt sorry and was understanding, as any reasonable person would be. When she sends me pictures, I save them to a folder on my phone, and I instinctively save this one too, but when I saw it in the folder, it showed it was taken on September 30th, 2022. We've dated for six months. I'm crushed. There would be no reason for this timestamp to be wrong, would there? Every other picture she sent me has a reasonable date, as I'd expect. Honestly, I think the weirdest thing here is the fact that she felt the need to send a picture. In this situation where they clearly posted either an old photo or a photo they found off the web somewhere or something, wouldn't it have been plenty believable just to say, I tested positive for COVID, I can't come? 48 years old doing this too? I don't know, I would be very suspicious of it, needless to say. This next story is, my 19-year-old female, boyfriend, 21-year-old male, broke up with me because I smoke weed. My boyfriend and I were dating for 4-5 to five months. We didn't have any problem, but smoking. I smoke weed for approximately 3 years. He just hates smoking, he hates vapes, cigarettes, weed, and so on. He always said to me to quit smoking, but I actually don't want to. I enjoy smoking weed. That could be one of the things that relaxes me. When we were intimate and we were done, I was occasionally reaching to my weed. He told me to quit often, but I didn't listen to him. It had been three weeks since he didn't kiss me, hugged me. He kept complaining about weed and its smell. Today he came to my house and told me to smoke weed. I was confused. I asked him, why, don't you hate smoking? He said yes, but right now I want you to smoke. I didn't know what to do. He insisted so much I smoked. Then he said, that was the last weed you smoke while being in a relationship with me. Goodbye. And he left. It was such a weird moment. I didn't know what to do and I still don't know. Hey, I mean obviously this man has his boundaries. I guess more power to them. They really went about it in a very jerkish way. If somebody smoking weed in a relationship is a deal breaker to you, so be it, but just be an upstanding person and be honest about it. Don't do this weird theatrical thing where you bring them there and you go, come on, come on, go, smoke it, smoke it. Just so you can have your little movie moment of, and that's the last time you're smoking in front of me in this relationship, we're done. 
Like, what kind of unnecessary extra activity is that? Our next story is, my girlfriend, 22-year-old female, left me, 21-year-old male, because she wanted to be single. After months and months of debate, she asked me for a break that I refused, and after a month on break, forced, we broke up. After two days, she regretted it and wanted to be with me again, but I refused. I love her with all my heart, and she does too, but in this two years of relationship, I completely lost myself, and she stopped being herself too. She's now begging me to come back, but I simply don't want to because I know we can't be ourselves together. So, confront her? Is it optimal or nice to be friends with her? If OP truly feels this way, that they've both kind of lost themselves along the way, I don't think it's unreasonable to end it, but I feel like it probably is going against the whole point if you try to be friends with them. Because I feel like, in this situation, how can you really be friends with somebody that you both really love dearly, and not have it just rekindle something? You either recognize and understand that there's issues with you being together, or you kind of be together because it probably will work that way regardless of being friends or not. This next story is, I'm 26-year-old female, losing attraction to my partner, 30-year-old male, because of his house. I've been with my partner for a year, and the cleanliness of his house has been a consistent issue throughout the relationship, although it's a lot worse now. I used to help him with the house a lot because he was struggling mentally, and I wanted to take a load off his plate. I'd help Hoover, do his laundry, dishes, take the bins out, etc. I didn't mind at first, but I've started to resent him for his lack of cleaning. Whenever he has guests over, he'll clean the flat himself. I brought up how he never cleans before I come over, and how I felt like he didn't respect me, and he says the reason is because he feels comfortable around me. He lives alone, and I live in a tiny room in a shared house. My bed takes up half my room, so it's a lot harder to spend time at my house. It's not just dirty dishes in the sink, it's maggots in the bin, food on the floor, stains in the toilet, toothpaste all over the sink. The bath is never cleaned and neither are any of the floors. I'm losing my mind. I love him, but the state of his house is making me want to end things. I don't feel attracted to him right now either. It's also really hard to get in the mood when there's stuff absolutely everywhere. How do I address this in a way that won't make him feel horrible? Is it hopeless? Should I just accept he's never going to change and move on? Am I expecting too much? I mean, it's one thing if they were struggling mentally and this is just kind of a symptom of it, but I feel like this guy definitely just has a certain way of life that's a little too carefree, and I think it's a more than valid reason for OP to end a relationship. I mean, if somebody has a house and they cannot take care of it at the lowest level, which, by the way, the maggots... I mean, you just have to take the trash out. You just have to do, like, basic cleanliness to prevent that. I mean, at that point, they're just willfully allowing it to happen. This next story is, My mom hearing neighbors talking about her, but I can't and we can't have any conversation at home, or even a phone call, all in the name of neighbors. I don't know what to do. My life is falling apart. I'm female, 27, the only child of a single mom, female, 49, and I live away in another city for work. Last month, my mom started complaining about the neighbors trying to mess up the concrete tiles on our pavement and our compound wall as well. One of the neighbor's kids was found cycling over the concrete tiles near my gate, which caused it to break further and because of this, it's hard for vehicles to enter our house, compound with all the broken concrete parts near the gate. So the neighbors have always been messed up, 
where previously they took a bigger vehicle through the narrow side roads near my house, and one of the compound walls got cracks because of that, and they never repaired it. In our country, the police don't help much at all. Instead, whoever goes to complain gets punished. We installed security cameras around the house after this. Last month, my mom called the father of that kid and told him that she'll complain against that kid to the police. She has the recording of that conversation on her phone, and it seemed like the guy was upset when she said that, but it felt like he didn't bother much in the end, because he was annoyed that my mom wouldn't even explain anything properly, and they ended that call. Weird things started happening after that. I was at my work city, and when I called her, she started behaving crazy and told me how the neighbors are all very silent now, and they're all trying to eavesdrop on everything she says. She started suspecting that they're even tapping her phone calls, which is totally insane. My neighbors are not some spy service. They're just regular people, and I don't understand why she would come up with things like this. She started getting really paranoid and would say she can hear neighbors whispering bad things about her all the time. I got worried and went to see her. She wasn't eating properly or sleeping properly, and her face had gotten smaller, which really made me heartbroken. She said she can hear them talk about her based on any conversation we have with each other, as if they can hear every line that we speak in a normal voice with each other, and that they were using that to spread lies about us with other neighbors, and make our lives really difficult in that area. I tried hard, but I honestly couldn't hear anything like she told me. She says I'm not able to hear their voices because there's something wrong with me or I'm incapable of hearing things properly. All of this is too much for me to handle. As a temporary solution, I took her with me to my city and we stayed there for like a month and then came back home after that. Even after taking that time apart from home, she's still not getting over these issues. She always tells me to speak in a low voice simply because neighbors are listening constantly. This thing annoys me a lot because I really can't control my voice that much like that and it's stressing me out way too much. I'm not able to have a normal conversation with her because she would speak in an extremely low voice if the topic is of any importance at all to the point I can't even hear her which annoys me a lot. On top of that I had a bad breakup last month and my job and my personal life is all gone down. I suspect I have ADHD and I've only been able to figure that out a few months back and it's really difficult for me to control my emotions, especially anger. Since I'm the only child and we're not really in touch with extended family because of several past problems, I'm not able to get any family involved like that as well. My mom is very much against involving family because she doesn't want them to know about any of her issues because it's a matter of embarrassment for her. Last time I already talked to her that it could be a mental health issue and she was willing to get help, but today when I mentioned it, she's not ready to even consider the possibility that something might be wrong with her. I'm not aware of any such mental health issues she had in the past, and she's always seemed healthy mentally to me. In fact, I've always been confused about my own problems all my life. Today we fought for hours, and I'm really falling apart. I've decided to go to a hospital with her tomorrow and talk to a psychologist, but the stigma around mental health is so high that everything feels so terrifying to me right now. I don't know how to help her anymore. I have no siblings and no family that I can actually rely on who would support me. Not even a boyfriend. He left me at the lowest point of my life. I really felt like ending everything during that breakup and I really don't know how I can hold on anymore. My mom is my only family and with her in a situation like this, I'm losing my mind. I would definitely say that getting her checked out would be a very... 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Good thing. It just does not sound like a rational thing that she has going on. Honestly, this kind of behavior could be a lot of things, and getting checked out, especially at like a hospital, is not a bad first step. Our next story is, my partner slept with their ex during our break. My partner, 23-year-old female, and I, 22-year-old female, had a dramatic breakup a few weeks ago that only lasted about a week. When we got back together, I asked her if she had done anything with anyone when we were apart. She told me she'd gone to a dinner party with her ex and that her ex had kissed her. She said she quickly pushed the ex off and told her she wasn't interested. This particular ex has been an issue in our relationship since the beginning because my partner cheated on me with her right after she asked me to be her girlfriend. They also lived in the same house several months into our relationship which made me incredibly uncomfortable and I always felt a little suspicious. Fast forward to last night, we went out for drinks and I pushed her to tell me if anything else happened between the two of them than what she had told me. After several times asking, she finally admitted that they actually hooked up after the dinner party and that she didn't tell me because she didn't think it mattered. In my opinion, it wouldn't have mattered if it was anyone else but this particular person who already caused me a lot of insecurity in our relationship. Now I don't know what to do or if I can move past this. I know she didn't technically cheat, but I still feel really betrayed. Am I being dramatic? Should I just let it go? I mean, if I were in OP's position, I'd be feeling like they obviously cannot move past this person. I mean, I guess a former ex if there's still some chemistry is an easy rebound. But yeah, after the dramatic breakup and having this person already cheat on you before with this person, is it really worth trying to take another gamble on this relationship? Our next story is, refuse to purchase flight tickets back home for my 20-year-old male, ex 20-year-old female. My male 20, ex female 20, and I still have not officially reconciled, but we've been working at it steadily this past week. Our communication has been amazing and very lovey-dovey. She's on a trip right now in her home country with her mother and sister. They're visiting family, hosting parties, and overall living lavishly. My ex jokingly brings up the idea of me paying for her ticket back home, which I jokingly declined, saying her mom makes more than enough money to cover it, has a high salary. My ex got quiet after that, then said she feels pushed away and icky that I didn't agree to it. I continued to rationalize my point by saying that her mother had to have taken into account the tickets for the way back, 
She continued to be petty until she decided to end the conversation. I stood my ground the entire time. While she tried to say that I knew her mother's salary and was using it against her so I wouldn't have to buy a ticket. I don't understand how she thinks I'm willing to spend $300 on a ticket when her mom is supposed to do that. And I don't understand the nerve she has to ask me that. We're not together and have not spoken on the important topics we need to, which we agreed to talk on when she returns. Despite this, if she had nobody to purchase her a ticket back, then I would have. I just know that her mom is there to do so. She hung up at the end of the call, saying to have fun and enjoy my life. She also mentioned in the call how me going to a concert with my single friends was upsetting to her, so I think that could have also contributed to her feelings. She then texted me that us talking again was a mistake and to take care of myself. She blocked me everywhere but WhatsApp. I'm perplexed that it came to this. I know she was drinking not long before our phone call, so that may have influenced her behavior, but I'm just so confused. I really love her and missed her wholly, but for her to undo a solid week of progress like this? Maybe I could have explained my reasoning more gently? I feel like I'm not in the wrong though. Maybe I misunderstood and figured her mom was paying, but in reality she'd have to? I'm in a better financial situation than her, but her mom has solid finances. It's been a day and she's not reached out, not sure if I should, but I'm just sad about the whole thing. I don't think OP did anything wrong here. It's really weird for somebody to end up in a whole other country and then turn around and say, hey, can you buy me a ticket back? Especially somebody that you're not actively seeing. Honestly, it may hurt, but I feel like with her actions, she may have saved OP from having to take that bullet anyways. Our next story is tips on how to accept I'm not my boyfriend's type. My 19-year-old female, boyfriend 19-year-old male and I have been dating for around 7 months now. I know I'm not his type. His friends know I'm not his type and he knows I'm not his type. When I met his friends, they all commented on how he stopped dating a particular race of women. He makes me feel loved and appreciated and beautiful, but I still have a hard time shaking that he doesn't find me attractive. I'd like any tips or advice on how to accept and be okay with not being his type as I don't want my insecurities to ruin our relationship. If you were in the same situation, please tell me how you got over it. Thank you. So I'm really confused here because does this guy really think that OP's not their type or advertise that? Like, do they make it clear OP's not their type? Because I don't understand how somebody cannot be somebody's type and then turn around and make them feel loved and appreciated and beautiful. That's like somebody saying they're downright allergic to sunlight, yet they have like the best tan you've ever seen. They're saying or claiming one thing and it's clearly the opposite. I think the advice is, if he's supporting you and making you feel this way, focus on why you're feeling like you're not his type. If it's his friends, well, they don't sound very supportive. Is this more a self-reflection thing than really him being like, you're not my type? This next story is, my 24-year-old male, girlfriend 24-year-old female, doesn't feel like hooking up with me and completely lost libido. I, 24-year-old male, have been with my girlfriend, 24-year-old female, a little over three years. We've been living together for two years now. Before that, everything was okay. We were into each other, hooking up several times a week. Then, in the blink of an eye, everything disappeared. I thought it was only for a short time, and after we moved in together, everything would fix itself. Everything dropped even more. My girlfriend's libido has been close to zero. Over the past year, we've hooked up about 15 times. 
it's not even about the hooking up itself. Desire is also gone, including sexting, sending pictures, and flirting. I've brought the subject with her several or a dozen times, but nothing has helped. At first, she talked about feeling bad and having a lot of stress. Then the more I started the topic, the more it bothered her and I felt like an object. After that, for almost a year, she was saying that it hurts her a lot and that there's little pleasure from it for her, so she's not initiating anything. Then the reasoning changed to that we need to take small steps and slowly regain our sex life. But how can I take small steps if I'm being turned down almost every time? The last few conversations ended with crying and hysteria on her part. She said she wasn't doing it on purpose, she was already getting tired of the subject and that I should give her more time. The problem is that the first talk about this was almost two years ago. I suggested therapy, couples therapy, and a sexologist. To all these propositions I was met with the answer, I don't have the strength. Not now, I currently have a lot of stress. I don't have the money. Yes, we're not making a lot of money, but hey, she's still able to buy a lot of new perfumes and cosmetics. I'm not saying that she's doing nothing. She went to the doctor a few times. She got some meds for cramps and pain during sex. After the last time, which was two months ago, she said that it hurt a lot less than before. Did it change anything? Nope. My girlfriend says that there are two reasons for the problem. Before we moved in together, my partner was on birth control pills, but somewhere a month after we moved in together, she discontinued them on the advice of another doctor because her other meds could interfere with it. She got scared and stopped it instantly. It could result in complete hormonal meds. I pushed her too hard when her libido dropped and she went into defender mode because of this when it came to hooking up. Of course, those are two very valid reasons. But hey, it's two years already and we didn't move a step further with those. Sometimes it seems to me that she doesn't desire me anymore. She's not attracted to me and it makes me feel like crap. Apparently, it's not even about sex itself. She just doesn't have the passion and the desire in her that she used to have. She doesn't have it physically. I love my girlfriend. She gives me immense happiness. We laugh every day and we spend time together. I can see that she also loves me deeply. I spent a lot of time on trips with her family and we often talk about leaving the country together. I don't feel that her love for me is diminished in any way. Physical contact itself is also there. We hug a lot, take baths together or give each other little kisses, but nothing more intimate than that. Right now I'm feeling almost like a part of her family which is amazing. I would love to create a real family together in a few years. I'm writing this post when we're currently on vacation together. Yesterday when we came to our hotel, we flirted a little bit. I tried to make a move, but she said she's exhausted by the flight and will make up for it today. As you may have guessed, she's now sleeping and I haven't even been touched. We've made some small kisses and that's it. To be honest, whole trip right now feels just sad. How can I help my relationship and fix our sexual life? Is the fixing even possible in this situation? I mean, it definitely sounds awfully dysfunctional. I don't know if she's withholding some information. It doesn't seem like there's a very good communication going on. I think it's a little disappointing to see that when you brought up very legitimate avenues like therapy, couples therapy, they just kind of dodged it. I mean, at the baseline level, maybe they're just kind of more incompatible than they initially thought. You know, she could be totally fulfilled in everything they have going on, and OP, through no fault of their own, could be left unfulfilled. Our next story is, my 33-year-old female, partner, 32-year-old male, 
makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong in social situations when I'm usually not. I'd like to preface by saying this post is going to sound a lot worse than it really is. He's not like this all the time. We've been together for years and I'm finally realizing that this is a source of conflict for us that keeps coming up in an otherwise amazing relationship. We all have that one thing we need to work on, and this is his. I'm looking for advice on how best to address this to help him, so here's what's going on. My partner sometimes makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong in public. For example, if I talk just a little too loud or get a little too animated when I talk, usually after coffee or when I'm excited, or if the topics I'm talking about aren't what he feels are appropriate, or, and this is when he acts the worst towards me, if we're at the beginning of a spat and I'm trying to address it, he like shushes me. It's definitely not an actual shush, but it is a verbal or non-verbal shush. He'll say, not here, or calm down, or you're being loud. It makes me feel like I have to act like a mouse in church. Like everywhere we go, I have to behave like I'm in a library. I used to think maybe I was being too loud or I shouldn't act a certain way, but I have a very bubbly personality and I've fairly recently realized I'm not actually doing anything wrong. I have the right to take up space and be bubbly if I'm excited or mostly talk about whatever I want around strangers, obviously not anything super inappropriate, but I don't know how to make him realize it's okay. How to address this without making him upset? I've tried to say things like, it's alright and carry on as if nothing happened, but it doesn't seem to help, so maybe you have some advice? I kinda think this just highlights his mentality, him feeling insecure, or honestly maybe just wanting to control the narrative. I mean, if you guys get into some kind of disagreement and they immediately just go to, you're being loud or don't do that or not here, maybe that's more just their way of trying to get out or disengage from having to actually communicate. Our next story is, my boyfriend, male 30, always wants to sleep and it really annoys me, female 24, lately. We're together for 7 months now, and the first months we really did a lot. We were super spontaneous and we didn't really sleep during the day. Since some months, he often wants to sleep during the days. Especially when we plan to do something, it annoys me a lot because we often couldn't make things in the past just because he wanted to sleep during the day or in the evening pretty much before he wanted to do something. So it often ends like him or us sleeping instead of doing something, especially since he started with gaming and I feel like he's most interested in sleeping and gaming since then. He doesn't think it's bad because he always says that we had a nice sleep instead and that's important. The same happens if I sometimes want to have a serious talk and he's sleepy. I can totally understand if you're sometimes done and just want to sleep, but his sleeping over everything mood just makes me mad. For me, it feels like I'm wasting my time if I sleep a lot, more than I need, or if I wait for him waking up instead to find out if we can still realize our plans. For example, today he was really motivated to go to Prague, his wish. Now he went sleeping and said, if we miss the blah blah car and don't go to Prague, it's also not a problem. What can I do? So I would ponder, does this guy have a medical issue or are they just really, really bad at having any kind of daily schedule, as in never being able to set aside actual time to sleep? Cause not gonna lie, there's plenty of times in my life where I find it incredibly hard to always keep the schedule. I can sometimes be all over the place 
and I'll find myself ending up sleeping during some day hours. I mean, sleeping and naps and stuff are nice, but when it starts becoming an issue where you sleep instead of doing things that you want to experience in life or made plans for, that to me suggests that there's some major issues going on, either some kind of major dysfunction or maybe a legitimate medical issue. Just because of his physiology, he might have some kind of sleep apnea you don't know. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy relationship story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.